0: Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder Our good friend Matthew Fisher uh, 35 years foreign correspondent also writes regular columns contributions for globalnews.ca And Matthew's most recent is why Canada's Navy and helicopters are deployed to the Mediterranean. And it's a tragic, tragic, tragic situation with the uh, loss of the, the the crew and the helicopter and uh, today uh, as you as I'm sure you know Matthew the snowbirds overflew Nova Scotia in, in tribute to the crew three of them hailed from from Nova Scotia and uh, good for good oh, good to talk to you again now, the, the helicopter and the crew they were participating in regular NATO mili- military exercises so nothing unusual about that right
1: nothing unusual about us training with NATO, uh, that's gone on since NATO was created in the 1950s. What is different, Roy, is that in the last two or three years, because of what Russia did in the Crimea, occupying it, first invading, occupying, and then annexing it, and also threatening Poland and the Baltic states a lot, and sending their warships and their aircraft out into the mediterranean the black sea uh, the north atlantic much more canada has responded to that by now we have an almost permanent warship presence in europe and these new helicopters the cyclone that crashed uh, have state-of-the-art technology specifically to look for russian submarines and that is a great benefit Uh, to NATO, because we have a better capability in that regard uh, than many other countries. And that is the piece of the puzzle. That's why they were specifically where they were in the eastern Mediterranean. Uh, That's where you gain access into the Black Sea and the Crimea. It's also, there's a bit of Syrian coast there, and the Russians have uh, reopened and built up a naval base there. So NATO is keeping a much closer watch, and so is Canada. But these ships go over the horizon, Roy, and we kind of forget that they do these missions. And Mm -hmm. and we're doing the same missions, by the way, off the Chinese coast, uh, helping our allies uh, in the Pacific.
0: And when we talk about the Russian military, particularly its navy, this isn't the rusted-out post-Cold War remnants of the Soviet Union.
1: No, it isn't. I visited a number of uh, Soviet bases and then Russian bases uh, in the Far East, Vladivostok, also in the Crimea, in St. Uh, Faropol and a few other places, and uh, it was a shambles. Literally, rust is the word to used, and it is most appropriate. It was a, it was a fleet of rust buckets. Uh, it's taken them a long time, but in the last two or three years, uh, they are starting to get better warships. They're starting to uh, spend far more time at sea. They've always had pretty good submarines. The problem there is, they also have a very bad record of submarine accidents where the crews perish, um, because maybe their safety standards aren't up to those of Western navies. Uh, but they are a much better. Presence and also with their fighter jets as well, which go out on long patrols and uh, circle Canadian warships quite often. I don't think Canadians know about this great cat and mouse game that takes place out there, but we are up against Russia and China an awful lot, and it's done quietly, but it but it does happen quite often.
0: You've been on these frigates like uh, the Fredericton, and uh, and you've met the helicopter crews. Uh, to talk to us about the uh, about the the men and the women who, who are, you know are on part of the ship's company, and then also the uh, the, the helicopter crews.
1: Well, they're a small unit within the ship. Uh, uh, the ships generally have a couple of hundred sailors, maybe a bit more, and the uh, air detachment. Uh, even if you include the firemen that go with it. Uh, would be 20 or 25, but the hardcore is about 10 officers, and they're in the wardroom with all the Navy officers all the time, and they get along very well, usually with everybody, but they're a more boisterous presence, maybe because they're smaller, maybe because pilots are more gregarious, I I don't know, but uh, they talk shop a lot. Um, They don't give you classified information, obviously, in a lot of their world in the secret realm but they're very proud of the canadian equipment and the canadian training. Uh we really do have uh our military has lots of problems, but in this specific respect uh we have some outstanding capabilities and uh, the crew uh, tend the navy crews tend to be from the coasts a bit more uh than uh, the air force crews, but when this thing happened, Roy, there were two sailors on board as well as for uh uh, RCAF people, and so that's normal. They integrate completely. They must with each other. Uh, but their esprit de corps, the pilots and the maintainers with them, uh, really is something exceptional and lovely to behold. And their little community will be really reeling from this.
0: Yes. Yeah. And we owe them all. Everyone who wears the, uh, you know, the Canadian shoulder patch. We owe them so much, and uh, this, to lose six in the manner that uh, that we have, and there'll be an investigation, of course, is really heartbreaking. Uh, Matthew, thank you so much. I always enjoy our conversations. Thanks.
1: Thank you, Roy. Speak with you again.
0: Matthew Fisher, thirty-five years foreign correspondent, uh, columnist for GlobalNews.ca. You can follow him on Twitter at mfisheroverseas. If you want to hear more.